Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? I am hype because this is episode 60. Should I play that? Yo, we're in the 60s. What do you call 60s? Is it like the dirty 60s? That's the dirty 30s. What do you call yeah. James? Rod, what do you what do you call the, the, a person in the 60s? That is all James. That is all James. You know, I, I wish I had one. I think once you get past 50, they don't care about you anymore. Mm. So, like, we don't have one for 60s. Add 60s. Is it like you the golden oldies or something day, like that? Not dead. Because we need balance in the world. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I just wanted to test out this new uh, voice changer. That was, that was supposed to be Thanos. Um, that just got awkward. Back to me. Yo, James is like, he shook. <laughs> What's good? Everyone. James, how are you, how, are you, how are you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing great, man. How are you guys doing? Chilling. Like, I see a lot of people are hype because they have the stimulus money. Uh, you know, that stimulus check. Good good for you guys. Good for you guys. Because guess what? Oh. Your boy your boy doesn't have a stimulus check because that money went straight back to the government. But that's that's all. That's, that's, that's all good, though. That's, that's money that didn't have to technically come out of my pocket. They just paid themselves. But besides, yeah. that, besides that, you know, I'm all good. It's all perspective. It's the way it's looking at perspective. it. It's all perspective. What about you, Rod? How have you been? Good, man. Still trapped. It's all good. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad, but, you know, it might be life for a while. Yeah. 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 Might as well get used to it, right? Yeah. At least we have something to keep us occupied. Like episode sixty of this program. Yeah, yeah, yeah all <laughs> good right. one. All right, so um, up a rut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, let's go ahead and just jump into the show. Uh, we like um, it, it's it, and it's interesting. This week we normally like you know separated by each person. We go in order, but it just so happened that a certain game that we've been waiting almost twenty three years, twenty four years. Uh, fifteen years. Say fifteen. Yeah, fifteen years. Technically five, if like you you count actual development time for like this version of it. But yes, they showed the original like Final Fantasy VII remake trailer at E3 20, 2005. Well, fifteen years, guys. We've been waiting fifteen years. I was thinking, I don't know why my mind thought of when Final Fantasy VII actually came out. Because we we weren't mm-hmm. expecting a, uh, a remake as soon as the game came out. We were, we were expecting it after they showed off that little teaser. But uh, yeah, Final Fantasy VII is out. Um, it has consumed my life. Pretty sure it's consumed yours. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about it for a little bit. So um, with that, let's jump into our What You've yeah. Been Playing. Guys, just in general, What You've Been Playing. A lot of Final Fantasy VII remake. Now, before we actually like talk about the remake itself, can we go around just really quickly and just kind of talk about our relationship to the original game? Actually, I'd I'd really like to hear that. Uh, Chris, would you start? Sure. Um, for the most part, I've always, I think, one time made it out of Midgar, but I've never finished the game. I've, uh, I've, I've never finished Final Fantasy VII. So, like, I, I didn't really get the hype like it was for for me i got the hype out of watching the movies and seeing them in kingdom hearts that's where i got the majority of my time with cloud and sephiroth uh but besides that uh that's that was my relationship with just the series is the times that you see them in uh kingdom hearts and then watching like advent children and stuff like that but for the most part i don't have like that 
you know, nostalgic, oh, I grew up with this uh, this franchise type of thing. Mm. What about you, James? A, uh. Yeah, um, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I actually almost bought Final Fantasy VII when I was a kid. But um, I remember I was sitting there in a the Kmart looking between, like, that and then I saw Legend of Dragoon to, like, it's right. And the box art was just better to me. So I picked that up instead. So I never understood the hype. I never got to really experience the game. I played it a little bit when they released it on PS4. And by a little bit, I mean, I think I got to the Scorpion tank. And that's all. But I've been waiting for this just to see, like, what the hype is to be about. And then in, like, a style that I would enjoy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, mostly by reputation, I know Final Fantasy VII with anything else. Wow, so we're I guess we're just not really working with vets here. That's that's that actually will make wow. our, our well, no, 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 I'm not that's not a no, that's not an insult. Like I mean, I'm I'm saying like we're not we're not approaching this game from like, you know, with nostalgia glasses, you know? Like we're we're approaching this from a, from a relatively fresh point of view. Like my my thing on the game is that I played it a long time ago. Like I might it might as well be new, honestly. Like I and I'm not a hardcore you know, Final Fantasy person in general anyway. Like, Final Fantasy is cool. Um, you know, there are some that I, I like way more than others. And I think the, fr the franchise has, like, great music, some cool characters, and, like, sometimes a decent story. Uh, but I'm not, like, you know, I'm not die hard about the series and certainly not die hard about Final Fantasy VII. Uh, seven. I mean, you guys pretty much nailed it. I mean, this game was, like, the the cornerstone and, and honestly first point of contact with jrpgs for a lot of people and it was the first of its kind to really have like you know three-dimensional graphics in this like epic story that kind of was this globe-trotting adventure like that it was the first in its way and it's of its time to do a lot of those things so this game is really special to people you know from from that perspective as well you know and i'm not i won't take anything away from from folks who really really enjoy you know the game because there is a lot to like about it um but for many 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 people like that's kind of the sticking point and so yeah all three of us are kind of approaching it from like fresh ish eyes and i think that's pretty cool pretty interesting um so now that that's out of the way let's talk about the remake james what have you thought so far? Where are you in the game, and what are your thoughts? I am in Chapter 9, so I am in Wall Market. Mm -hmm. um, let me see. I'm actually working through the Coliseum now. Okay. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who doesn't know about Final Fantasy VII's story. I'm not sure who that is at this point in time. <laughs> But like, I guess I didn't know about the fine details either, which is nice, because I have a pretty like broad idea of what's going on and what I should be looking out for. But like, honestly, I'm really enjoying this game. Um, they've focused a lot on the characters, and it shows. Uh, even just dealing with the members of the original trio of Avalanche, um, even starting to see the growth of Cloud kind of understand his relationship with Tifa, how Aerith plays and all this, I'm interested. Cause I still don't quite understand how what, what her role is yet. So I'm I'm in, I'm loving it so far. It's been a lot of fun. The combat is phenomenal once you understand the systems. But yeah, I'm I'm loving it. It's nice, Chris. Uh, what about you, man? Where are you? And what do oh, you think? Oh, oh man, goddamn! All right, so 
I have no life this game. I I am maybe about a couple hours away from finishing, so I'm in chapter sixteen. Okay, which is really which is really really close to the end. Um, yeah. So I've you know, like I said, I have that experience of like just seeing these characters through uh, Kingdom Hearts and through watching like the uh, anime movies. Uh, so going into this, I was sort of like. I want to say blind, but like the story really isn't something that I knew of, you know, off the top of my head. I couldn't really tell you what happens, but with me playing through crisis core, sort of like, uh, re reinvigorated that, that sense or that, that love for this franchise, um, which I'm a little disappointed first and foremost, that they didn't throw in more things from crisis core. I would have expected maybe, uh, I don't know, just seeing a couple things, just, like I've seen one thing so far that sort of referenced the game, but it's something that you could easily miss if you're not really looking for it. But um, when it comes down to uh, how I like, you know, the fighting mechanics, I feel like they took what they had in 15. They, in my opinion, perfected the mix of your action RPG with your tactical RPG. Um, and and I think I, since I'm really good at multitasking and I don't know, like I like a million, like I, I I don't know if it's like an ADHD thing, OCD thing, but like I, it's like in, when you're in battle, you have the ability to like uh just run around the battlefield, uh, attacking using magic attacks whenever you want to, but then at the same time you can also like pause it, uh, swap over to like other characters and have them do certain moves while you're also fighting, and to me like all of that sort of makes sense and flows really well. Uh, I think earlier in the week, me and you, I think we talked about this just a little bit. And you were talking about um, fighting, was it Shiva, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, you know, you were saying, yeah, you know, I was, uh, you were using Cloud and Aerith. And I was like, shit, I just remember having Cloud for that fight. <laughs> so, and, and then, you know, I, I beat her in, in two times, uh, two tries. Uh, the first try, she literally caught me with my pants on the ground. Like, I think I was like in her face using a summon. And she was like, yeah, that's cute. And then you used, like, her ultimate attack and killed me. Like, I had no mm-hmm. time to, like, block or, like, try and heal myself. Like, it was just straight up, like, as soon as I summoned uh, Ifrit, she was like, yeah, that's cute. Killed me. Uh, so next time, you know, the next try, I was like, you know what? Let me stand back. Let me make sure I'm healed. And I was able to take her down. So uh, for the most part, the I feel like the, the gameplay of just, like, just the fighting mechanics has really, like, hooked me in. But then the the next big thing was uh, them highlighting a lot of the side characters, which I know for a lot of people that have played Final Fantasy VII, uh, that's huge for them because they, you know, had a relationship with these characters already, but not this deep. Uh, You know, um, Wedge, uh, Jesse, um, and was it Biggs? Yeah, Yeah, like those three characters. Like I, you know, I like them a lot more than what like how i would have if i played just final fantasy 7 which at some point while playing this remake i went back and rebought uh final fantasy 7 on my switch because uh apparently that's like the best version to play because you're able to not only skip random battles you're able to like if you just feel like cheesing turning on limit breaks like automatically and then uh what's the last thing I think you um, can speed up, speed, the up. speed up the time. Yeah, it's like a times three speed. So uh, I was like, you know what? Before I finish this game, uh, before I finish remake, let me go ahead and start on seven just to see like how 
they sort of like progressed the story, which, you know, the in remake, that initial, you know, bombing mission took takes maybe at least maybe about an hour, hour and a half. Uh in the original game, that's like five minutes. Five that's ten five minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. So uh like the first like two, three hours of this game is literally the first fifteen in their original game. So um you know, this game is a game that's going to be separated into like parts. Uh, they haven't said how many parts. Everyone's saying three parts. Uh, I mean, yeah. if they give this layer of detail to like the rest of the game, like I, you know, game game of the decade for me at this point. It'll take all decade to come out, huh? Because it'll take all decade to come out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's going to take all decade to come out. We're, oh, we're gonna get. Man. We're gonna. We're gonna finish up this saga. Uh, by 2018, 20, 2028, the uh, earliest. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's a lot. So there's a lot to say about this game. Um, there's a lot to say. And f- on my end of things, and I definitely, again, this is like kind of an open discussion. So just jump in at any time. Um, but so for me... I like this game. There's a lot of things I like about this game. There really, there, there, there really are a lot of things, um, but there are also a lot of problems too that I think that can be ironed out maybe in future releases. Um, but I think this is a solid first attempt. Like I, I really do like this game. So um, some of the things that I like, James, you sort of covered this already, and Chris, you did as well. Um, I mean, just using the original Avalanche members as examples, like those, those guys are like in the games for so so little of like of, of time um in the original game like a couple hours maybe um like they're they're not in it that much you get like a whole chapter you get chapters upon chapters with them chapter four actually with the whole jesse subplot with uh going on there like that's all brand new content that was never in the original game at all you don't do anything like that there wait, wait, but I, it's- I do want i do want to say one thing about jesse so yeah. but you know Knowing what I knew about the franchise, I always thought that, you know, Cloud had something between Aerith and had something between Tifa. Yo, Je- Jesse shot her shot in this game, like straight up. Yeah. Like, consistently super shooting. Yeah, it was, she was like consistent <laughs> on it. I was like, okay, Jesse, calm down. Like, <laughs> uh, you, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. But I thought, I thought it was cool. A Final Fantasy VII remake, otherwise known as Cloud's Harem. Um, you know, basically, that's, that's basically what this is. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of that stuff, it, you know, does serve to to flesh out the characters more and get you a little bit more attached to it. I will say that there have been moments that feel a little bit like padding, like when you're stretching out like a five, five hours of story in like 40 like that. There's a there's bits in there that make it seem like, all right, we're kind of meandering a little bit. And some people will really enjoy that stuff and relish in it. And some may not. Um, I kind of waffle between the two. I think sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I think the chapter four stuff um, is is mostly really solid, and I would like to see a little bit more of that. Um, but I also feel like we get a little too much uh, chapter, I think it's sixes and, and uh, like the end of eight, like middle and end of eight, kind of when we're just sort of doing these really shitty side quests that I don't, I don't think I've found one side quest I've liked so far. Um, they're all kind of rote to me. Um, and I mean, there's so much detail in the world and environment that I really like, but it also feels, it feels simultaneously filled with life 
and also devoid of it at the same time. Like there's so there, it doesn't seem like there's a lot that you can really do. The game is is very much on rails, and there's really only two sections up to this point. I've put about 20 hours. James, you and I are pretty much in the same in the same spot. I think I'm like about to finish chapter nine, and I'm not too much further than where uh, you are in the Coliseum right now. And like there have been really two spots: Wall Market and Wall Market, and uh, what's the spot? I guess Aerith's. Uh, uh, town sector, sector seven, five. sector seven, five. Yeah, oh, five. Yeah, five. And then you hang out a little bit in seven, in like chapter three or something. Um, and even when you're in there, like you can like, kind of run around a little bit, but it's there's not really a lot of people to talk to. There's not like you hear a lot of background noise, which is cool. Like they have a lot of open, like spoken dialogue. Everything is spoken, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. A lot of it doesn't. It seems like kind of filler in a way. And See, it's now it's, I, I do want to say that when it comes down to like the, you know, just people in the streets and like making the world feel alive, like it, they do give you that. It, it gives you that feeling of like, yes, like, you know, people are having their own conversations off to the side. And right. normally, like if, if you think about it, if you put yourself in that world, would you really be walking and talking to everybody? No, not really. You'd be on your business. You you may say something to one or two people, but I like that you don't have to talk to everybody to sort of everybody get that dialogue. Um, and I'm not I'm not saying like you have to have a in, like press triangle to have a conversation with this person. But I'm just saying like to me when, when in those quote unquote open areas, like my option is really go do this like piddly side quest or go continue the main story and there's not really a lot of in between there like for this game that's supposed to be like about it this this bustling city that is like you know filled with millions presumably millions of millions of people like it just feels kind of small and there's just not a lot truly going on like some of the people that have animations are like pretty neat and like i said like they do a good job or they do a decent job of like trying to fill in the 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 dots for these these npcs but i just don't feel like overall i'm doing a whole lot other than running from point a to point b with either menial tasks or i'm just doing story stuff um and i mean it's not a deal breaker it's there's still i mean the game looks really good especially at night i mean i think in the daytime there have been some really bad textures uh anytime you're looking at the plate like it's clearly obviously a really weird bad skybox um and even when you're like above the plate and you're looking down on the slums it's like one flat texture um yeah. so there see there I are that was, like to me that sort of felt like a i don't want to say like a design choice but sort of gave like a throwback to the original games like i, I think there's it, for me mm -hmm. in particular there's a uh, a point in like later in the game where like it's they're specifically like pointing the camera towards something like that and of course in at that time it looks a lot better than how it normally does if you just look up or you look down at stuff but um you know a little bit later on i was like damn that was a really cool like you know open shot i mean look back and just like you said it's sort of like one texture but then when you look at it it sort of gives me like that ps1 vibe so in PS1 vibes. Uh, Have you checked out the pictures in the bar at Seven Heaven? Uh-uh. You can go back and look at them. It's actually, it's like shot for shot, just a recreation of the original scene from uh, the PS1. It's in the picture frame oh, there. Oh, that's, that's a cool oh, that's touch. Cool. Like the yeah, original layout of the bar or something like that. It's pretty cool. Huh. No, I didn't, I didn't see that at all. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the combat system is one that 
like I was initially very enamored with, and I, and I still am. Like I think it's really, really cool. And games like Final Fantasy thirteen and Final Fantasy fifteen have really paved the way for something like this. Especially, I would say, especially fifteen. It feels like it feels like fifteen's evolution, honestly, um, into more. They they've shifted the ATB system into more of the tactical realm. Um, as whereas fifteen was legitimately like an action game, um, they did away a with all the turn-based stuff there um and i really enjoyed the combat that's like the thing i liked from that game was was the combat system and here they have transposed it from there on to remake and i think they've mostly done a really really good job uh, tifa's gameplay is absolutely incredible i only want it i want a tifa spinoff game that's all i want yeah. um it's very good. Uh, james you, you said you you like that too oh yeah tifa was like my go-to when she showed up it's like cloud cloud's nice he's got the he's got like a nice balance but just something about that rush you get from ducking and dodging in with tifa building those stagger gauges the combo system it just it surprised me how well it worked i was oh, not she, expecting to enjoy her hand-to-hand combat that much she's my she's my combat lead now like it was cloud and then eventually i was like you know what i'm doing more damage with tifa so let me just start the battles off as her nice yeah she, she's great the unbridled strength like buff at first is so good like just unleashing like those those finishers that she does uh, her special abilities is so satisfying she's very quick i put all my i'm putting all my stats right now into speed with her um and it's fantastic i love it um so overall like it feels really good i mean you guys kind of explained it a little bit earlier like the the tactical nature of it really comes out um i ha- it's working for me right now uh, there are a couple things that i don't love uh the so far the ai is dumb as hell they are so bad i i leave my character for a nanosecond and they are unblocking. They're not blocking. They're running away. They're dying, like almost in that order all the time. And I actively go out of my way to try to put take them out of bad situations so they can survive and live. And um, I wish that there were um, better options for them. Um, I wish I could maybe like assign kind of in Final Fantasy 12. You had like the system. Yeah, exactly. I wish yeah. they kind of had the gambit system in there so I could kind of have make preset options to say, OK, I need you to maybe attack from a distance, maybe build up ATB because it really sucks when like you have to switch to each and every single character, be controlling them if you want to build up any meter at all and they just build up meter way too slow and i get like the argument might be like oh well square enix is you know forcing you to switch it's it's emphasizing the switch yes i get that but it's also really frustrating when i when you feel like you you can't do something as the player in the system's kind of holding you back from it and i feel like there are too many times where i've in, i've run into issues like that where it's like the game's not hard but i, I feel like i'm i'm running up against the system um so i don't love the AI. No dedicated jump button is kind of it. It's kind of bothering me because I, I keep pressing a button thinking I can hit aerial targets and it's really just automatic. Um, I really like something to give me just a little bit more control in that regard. But other than that, um, I really think the combat is one of the best things about this game. Um, and it, it's it's the thing that's that's keeping me going right now. Like the story is is, is okay. Like it's it's pretty decent. But what I really love too are the uh, interactions between all the characters. Um, and I, w- I just want to take a moment, just really quickly, to talk about Barrett. Why? Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh. Why? Oh, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> Why? 
we we are not in the fucking 90s anymore. So I'm I, I do want to hear what you all think about this cuz maybe I'm alone. Maybe I'm alone on this. But I it it it, it bugs the shit out of me that we have a game that is been has been lovingly lovingly recreated for the fans and you know we've or and for newcomers you know this is not just a game for fans but for everyone right and it's been you know updated and you know we're in 2020 it's a different time it's a modern audience why are we having barrett sound like mr t why does he have to have like the exaggerated inflections and talk like like all these horrible stereotypes just balled up into one. I absolutely hate it. Like rude to me seems like, I don't know if he's actually black, but he seems like he's black to me. Like, and he's fine. He is a normal human being. Something about Damn. Barrett really, <laughs> he, Barrett is an exaggerate to me. It's, it's a, it's a caricature of what, other people think black people are that type of shit really bothers me it really bugs me and i feel like i i have not really seen a lot of other people talk about this so again maybe i'm alone i mean what do you does this bother you guys at all am i crazy for this like what chris you sounded like you were making uh, chris you you sound like you were making noises before (laughs) um well you know i think i i sort of gave my grievances uh when the demo came out because i was like shit they they didn't really fix this um but i and i think the further along you get into the game (laughs) the more that you realize that's just how they wrote the character so yeah absolutely yeah um i i don't know like at at this point that's just it's barrett um as 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 bad as it is and like as bad as a uh bad of a representation it is for a lot of people that's just him it just it's that's just barrett so um, doesn't that suck though doesn't that suck to say like i I have friends that are like barrett so it's like hey did you know that someone you know put you in a video game that type of thing uh not really but uh, who do you you know that is like barrett i need to meet them like who like did they come from the 70s are they a time traveler like what i just it's just it's it's irritating to me like that that this is the portray like this is a genre a series a franchise that we just don't have much representation in and it's like this is what this is what we get like come on we get him and zaz and who has a fucking bird in his afro like it's just like story though zaz is no zaz honestly he he is cool like i like his character i don't like that they did that to him but like he's like he's a good guy. He's a better portrayal than I think uh, Barrett is. And honestly, Barrett as a character, like Barrett's not portrayed as a bad person. And I, I, I do appreciate that. Like I, I like that. You know, he has a good heart, good intentions, and like he's a good father. Like those are those are positive qualities that like are good to have. That's cool. But it's like everything around that, like the outer layer, is just. I just, I just it, don't think you like Barrett. Like I said, if you look as it, look yeah. at it as like this is just how Barrett is. Like I said, like I, I don't know. I feel like for me, uh, I, once again, I have friends that are sort of like Barrett. So I, it doesn't bother me as much. Um, I can, I can sort of see where you're coming from though, because you. 
for me, based on like what I've seen of Cloud's character, he's you know he in this he comes off as a dick, but in this game he like, is you know, yeah he, like he he's literally a dick that that is his character arc like he's not but, cool guy Cloud like that's that's the persona he's giving off yeah and I I feel like they you know took that in this game and sort of amplified it with just you know giving him more speaking lines and just sort of going more into his character uh with Barrett. You know, they they do have the, the instances where they do show that, you know, he he cares about his family, cares about his friends, cares about the Earth, planet Earth, because they're, Earth? Suck, they're sucking the Mako out of Earth. Can't you what the, what the Earth happen? is in pain? <laughs> but besides all that, I think that, like I said, that's just, that's, that's, that's Barrett. That's just, that's just how it is. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, Roddy. I kind of fall into that same boat, man. Like, I do understand why you say that he can grate on people's nerves, and it gets a little egregious at times. But I think that that's really just how he was written. Like, I think that was the point. Yeah. So that initial that initial clash you get between him and Cloud, it feels more authentic Mm -hmm. because Cloud does not care. Barrett cares far too much, and so it's just like that that clash. But then when I hear him. Like walking through the mecha reactor, talking about oh, this reminds me of that book I used to read to my daughter and stuff like that, and where like all that bravado comes down. I, I just think that's just part of his like his persona. He has to give off that I'm in charge, I run this, I'm doing what's best for the planet. You can sit down and shut up, I'm handling it. But it's not always like that. Uh, he it's way worse in the OG version, especially because it's not voiced and it's written. And you guys should like see screen caps of like I've heard about what, that, like how they'll bleep out some of the things he says. Yeah, well, yeah, game, everybody curses, so it doesn't seem so awkward or vulgar. It's just kind of part well, of how it goes. It's that's part of it. Part of it is the is the bleeping, but it's it's more so like how he's talking. Like it reminds me. I mean, to to put it bluntly like it reminds me of like slave talk honestly like like kind of the vernacular that's kind of exaggerated in a lot of like popular culture and like how, how that's depicted like it, it sounds a lot of it sounds like that um now he doesn't sound that bad here like i think it's better here but i mean it's like it's like how much can you polish a turd like it's not a whole lot wow. um, like <laughs> god damn jeez I mean, the character's written like shit. Like, I mean, in terms of like the 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 portrayal, the representation. I'm not, again, I'm not saying like I think Barrett's a, a bad guy. I don't think Barrett is a bad character. I think that he is an amalgamation of uh, cultural stereotypes that that were perpetuated through through his design, through his 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 persona, and just the way he initially carries himself. I think you guys have maybe valid points about like the you know the big teddy bear underneath this hard exterior like i i don't i'm not saying that's not the point that probably is the point but i just don't like how they they get there that that part of it bugs me like i don't love that i don't think i'll ever love that um but so here's a question i'm actually curious about i honestly couldn't see barrett any other way um so like I know it's not our job to fix what they've created, but just like from your point of view, what would what what would your take on a Barrett be? Like, where would his his delivery be like? Delivery? Um, I or mean, like he, his writing or whatever. 
Yeah, I mean, I it would definitely be a little less. I mean, bo- being boisterous is fine. Um, and again, I'm not saying that he he can't be that. Uh, but I mean, when you have dark skin and you're always yelling and you're always you know talking like this, like you know, it's just kind of like it's bad looks. Like it's it's bad optics, in my opinion. Um, and I I think that when you decide to put that image out there, like there is, you're bearing the brunt, like you, you're, you're bearing some of that responsibility. Like that's and and you, and it, I can understand if he was, if it, there were more like people of color in this game, but there aren't really like, um, like Barrett's kind of it, you know, again, I guess, again, if you, if you ignore rude, who I don't even know, I guess he's racially ambiguous, but to me, I I'm reading his as, as black, but, um, yeah, he he could be mixed totally. Yeah, um, but you know, it, if if that's if that's the the read, then I mean, then that's the read. I I mean, I would definitely have the I, voice actor seems to be he's. It sounds like <laughs> doesn't it sound. It sounds like an exaggeration, honestly. Like I don't want to say anything too mean, but like it, it definitely sounds like the director was like, yeah, play it up, ham it up a bit. Ham it gotcha. up a little bit, like it, it. Honestly, and I, I know I've said this like five times already. So I don't, I don't mean to like keep repeating myself in that way. Uh, so I apologize about that. But like, it, it really does sound like Mr. T. Like honestly, and that is a really not a great, not a great reference point. Uh, not, not it could be pretty. But, I, mean, he, I mean, this was written in the '90s, though, wasn't? wasn't yes, Mr. But T not, was huge. I understand, yeah. but like, this yeah. isn't the '90s anymore, right? Like, I mean, if but you're going to update been, this that, game, that this is changing a, the character, this, though. No, it wouldn't. You don't have to do that. You don't have to make a character like that in a tw- in a game for twenty twenty. This is not. This is the. So this is the my personal problem with remakes, kind of like in 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 a in a way where you want to acknowledge the past, you want to live in the past. But if you want to live in the past, go play the old game. Like this is not for you. Then like this is going to be for this. This honestly can be for everybody this can be for newcomers because it's not just for people who play the old games clearly like you other people want to get into this and i think and i don't see anything wrong with you know toning down certain things that used to be considered passable like in the 90s you're absolutely right that was passable that was absolutely passable in the 90s and it's not now at least not to me um but you know anyway i I don't want to take too much of the time like you know complaining about fucking Barrett, but like i just thought it was it was just interesting to me um like all of just no, that like that's i, I think every I think it's, a, it's a really good discussion um you know i sort of i i want to hear more from like both sides of the camp so we can sort of you know take this question bring it to social media see what everyone on social media says um but you know i think me and james are in the same boat on like how we take Barrett. Yeah, sure. You know, you know my biggest problem with Barrett is combat. I just don't have fun playing as Barrett. So, all right. So, same until the until I I figured out what his role in my party is. And for me, he's uh, if you use like you know how each weapon has like a strength. For Barrett, I I'm still using his his OG uh Gatling gun, and because of that, like I'm able to get stuns really quickly. So stagger like, guy. yeah, so he's, he's my stagger guy. And he's also, since he could repeatedly put out damage, he's getting, um, he's filling up his ATB a little ah. quicker. So for yeah. me, like he's, he's a, per- he's my go-to like shit. 
people are dying. I need like a he I need someone to heal. I'll give like my healing stuff to Barrett because he's he's able to build up his uh he's able to build up his ACB, but then at the same time he's able to build it up and then be far away from you know all the exactly. shenanigans. Exactly while doing yeah, it. He's yeah. a ranged character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah, kind of like Aerith. Like they're they're definitely characters you could play at range, which is but, nice. But Aerith feels more involved, which I was not expecting. I'm loving her, as far as like my my magic dealer. Like put a yeah. Viagra out there, it's over. Everything dies. Yeah, it it, it no. It, I mean the way. So that's kind of the cool thing about the combat, especially in this, is that they've made it. They made the roles that you kind of took in the original game, and they made them like. Uh, they made them relevant for the new the new title. So like Aerith in the OG version was like, you know, she she was your designated like basically white mage. And here she functions similarly. I mean, she can be powerful ish, but like really you want her kind of like supporting the team, uh, keeping them healed up. I mean, she comes with like the prey ability yeah. which heals everyone which is great like that's really helpful um and it's a hell of a lot of uh, health that she gets back too so that's really nice and her limit break is are purely like buffs healing wins yeah yeah and that's that's awesome so like that was a cool little nod to how a lot of people really utilize the characters in the party like in that old game let's talk about um like building your character so like using like the materia system uh I it it took me a while to really like figure out like how I wanted to play the game, but once you really sit back and like uh figure out you know you want certain materia on certain people and how like the materia sort of like you have like the materia that can link with each other, like it really opens up the game so that you could ch- it could change how you play with certain people. I mean, have you guys found any like combos that you guys use? Just like in particular, like for me, I uh, I have Cloud and I have uh, Tifa. They both have the um, what is it called? It's it's like the it's a it's a material that like changes your attacks to whatever element. I think it's like an elemental. Uh, yeah, it's magnify. Well, not magnify. Um, magnify elemental. Like, yeah. Yeah. It uh, like your normal attacks become that element. So like for Cloud, I have him as fire. For Tifa, I have that as thunder. Uh, so with those two people, like depending if I'm fighting humans, depending if I'm fighting, um, you know, like robots and stuff, that's normally who I'll lead with in battle. So like the game right. can get really deep and it gets really deep towards like the middle and end of the game. Once you're really leveling up your, um, your weapon trees are like huge at this point and something else shout out to them for doing whenever you get a new weapon you don't have to like re-level up that weapon. Like it's yeah. all oh, retroactive. You like the you get all the points, the trees open up, like you can really like as soon as you get a weapon, sort of tailor it to how you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I could man, there's, there's there's so much that they really did in the like just the under the hood for the combat. Like um like for me I have I use like the hotkeys which is something that a lot of people don't really use until like later in the game. Uh, if you're playing the game and you haven't set your hotkeys, go ahead and do it. Save so much time. Um, let me think. What else? And I and I, I enjoy how the um like how the materia like not materia but the summons work in this game. So like the summons, it like I feel like if you're getting your ass beat, that's when you have like that bar start filling up. 
So it's sort of, uh, it gives you, you know, you can't sort of steamroll through people you're already just, you know, beating up already. It's sort of like, it, it's like a something that's given to you when you need it. And for them to do like their attacks and everything, you have to fill up your ATB, which once again, when it comes down to like how I play with my characters, that's always going to be Barrett. The Barrett is always going to have some sort of ATB up that I could, you know, either use a spell with, use one of his skills, or uh, if he you know, summons up, have him do all the summon moves, which isn't tied okay. to that one person. Let's say Cloud. Yeah, the whole party can access yeah, it. Yeah, if Cloud puts up a summon, Barrett's able to use that summon's abilities. Yeah, that is nice. I just noticed that the other day, too. Um, do, do you like the summons in this game? Like, in terms of, like, their visual appearance? Yeah. Um, I feel like they're oh, yeah. I feel like they're underwhelming to me, but maybe that's coming off of like 15 where it was like the ultimate in like elemental sort of like they were these Titans basically. Yeah. Like when Shinron would show up, you mean? Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, I guess those were really visually cool. I mean, these are fine. Like I don't dislike them and they're very useful. Like you said, Chris, I mean, yeah. Um, and I do like the ability that anyone can like, actually activate them like not just cloud or or whoever it just summon them that's a neat uh, quality of life thing but yeah i don't know they're fine well if that disappoints you think about it like this since they all have their own like maxed out materia stars and only one stars i'm assuming further on in the series they might have an option to like advance in rank which may then advance their scale because remember we're just in the beginning of the game it'd be crazy if i came down with like a fire god by the time I'm like weaving out of Midgar, so maybe he'll grow. Or yeah, something. no, that's a really good point. Yeah, I hadn't really considered that. Yeah, and and that's a weird thing to think about too. Is like, yeah, this is going to be continued. They'll probably do some like save thing. I would assume that would have to be like cross cross generation. Um, so you you could bring your save over because uh, we're not seeing this this next part for like at least a couple of years. I I would bet. Um, so yeah, that would be really interesting. Yeah, and then I, I, um, I like them. I, the ones I have so far, anyway, they're pretty cool. Yeah, like I, I like them, and I like how you're able to sort of like I don't know if this it wasn't like that in uh, the OG game where you had to fight them to get them. I don't think uh, so. Oh, remember um, we're noobs. Yeah, so um, I don't know. I, I just I, I think all in all, I, 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 I'm enjoying this ride. Like I said, I sort of no life yeah. it towards the end of the game. Um, and I'm, I've also, this is like one of the few games that I'm actually doing side quests. Like that yeah. typically doesn't happen. Yeah. I normally just, are you like, are you liking them? Uh, I'm not hating them. Like I, I feel like they, they, it's doing a good job of setting up like these side stories that continue on throughout the game. So sometimes yeah. you'll hear of like a certain character or you'll talk to a person and then they'll show up like in the next town doing their own thing. Um, and like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like the whole side stories, like that's his own like arc because a lot of the side story characters interact with each other. Yeah. I feel like there was one side quest out of all the ones I've done so far. I think out of like 16 that like started cool. And I was like, Oh man, this might be actually interesting. It was the guardian angel one. And it just ended like a huge wet fart. Yeah, like, just... yeah, you're not you're not finished with the Guardian Angel stuff. Like I said, like oh, stuff, really? okay. yeah, yeah, there's all arcs. Like a lot of the stuff. So, feeling so, there was something going on. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, so there will be one good side quest in the game. I'm just asking for one square one. Well, I mean, for the most part, like I said, like a lot of these side quests, like the the 
like the arcs of the side quests are moving alongside with the game with you. So um, you're not really getting a conclusive end until later in the game. I'll leave it at that. Well, all right. But we have. To, besides well, that, I do have I, a. I feel like I feel like theory. the side quests um, are simple enough that I don't. I, I'm not mad for doing them. Like I'm, that's you, true. You know, you're, if they were elaborate and dumb, that yeah, would suck. Yeah, and then I'm like I'm also getting you know some decent gear out of them. So I think for the most yeah, that's, part, that's that's the reason why I stick with it is because right. I'm like, all right, I I could just go through the game or or hear me out. I can get this dope ass gear, potentially be over leveled. So once I go against a boss, I can kick his ass. So so far, I haven't any. I think the the any time that I've been like defeated was because I'm not like utilizing everything that like I that's available to me. So like taking advantage of weaknesses, making sure that if I see an enemy that I'm not sure what their weakness is, using assess on them. Make sure you're using assess throughout the whole game. Because they give you some, you know, some really good information. Because all the enemies are, you know, they they have different weaknesses. They could stagger differently. So, I think it's uh, I think there's there's so many ways you can really play play this game, and you can play it in your way. So, I think just people are gonna have different experiences playing this. Definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah. It- I think the gear thing is my main motivator right now. It's like I'm getting money, I'm getting good, good gear. It's just like I'm not playing them for the story. Like you know, and maybe comparing it to Witcher is like unfair because it's like it the, a- a- the apex of like <laughs> of side quests. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think about things like that, um, and I'm just like, man, those are those are some hell of a side quest they got over there, over in that Witcher. Um, but yeah, I guess you you just expect a lot out of a Final Fantasy. Like that's the premier RPG series. Like when people think RPG, they think Final Fantasy. At least I think so. See, but um, I feel like this game is simple enough that if someone wanted to jump into an RPG or they you know heard of Final Fantasy, they're like, oh, which one should I start with? I'd give them this game. Like I'd recommend this game. Of course, of course. People. Yeah, definitely. Why not? I'm actually kind of thankful for the smaller scale at this point. To be honest. I feel like a lot of times you get those giant games like The Witchers that are Personas, and for a new person especially, that's Burnout Central potentially. Or just Overload even, because so many options. Where do I go? What kind of quest do I do? Oh, it affects this? What does that? And here it's just kind of like, come along, enjoy the ride, beat some stuff up. Yeah, having a 30-40 hour adventure is like, is good. That's a good length for like a, a game like this and not uh, over 100 hours. Yes, I agree with you for sure on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, I, so as far as the new elements as well, like the, the hooded specters, those were not in the original game, uh, which also play into a little theory that I have um, about like, okay, so, you know, this game is directed by Tetsuya Nomura, you know, of, of Kingdom Hearts fame or infamy you pick and uh and they to put it to put it nicely like there's probably some fuckery going on right like there's there's something going on that is not quite right and there have been a few hints i feel like that they're going to start messing with certain certain things certain events and i don't think i don't know if this game is going to play out how how we imagine it 
and I don't know how much deeper I can get in like on this on this episode just because you know it might be spoilery, especially for people who have not played this video game yet. Uh, like in the past, they have, they have no idea about Final Fantasy VII story at all. So I might have to tell you guys off mic about that. But yeah, I, I would not expect a straight straight laced story here, like at all. Shot for shot remake. That's good. Like you, you wouldn't. No, no, that's good. Uh, of course. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. uh, a shot for shot remake. I'm I'm glad that they're adding new things, and I'm glad yeah. that uh, they're just changing up stuff. So you know, yeah, for like, people like, that like, you know have played the older games, now like you're sort of like you know expecting something different, but then at the same time everything seems familiar. And then for us new folks, us noobs, we're like yo, we're just here for the ride. Yeah, yeah. adding new stuff like not fixing Barrett. <sighs> but we got Organization Thirteen, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <sighs> All right. So, uh, any final thoughts before we uh, head to the next section? ready to get back into it honestly yeah like he killed me i've been working I, I was working on a bunch of stuff today and i haven't been able to touch the game since like last night and i'm like yo i just want to i just want to jump back into this game i probably won't play it until it's like tomorrow or something but it's good it really is it's a really good game guys it's if you have a playstation 4 pick it up um you know uh, people have been talking about this online but this is an exclusive a timed exclusive so we should see like a pc port we should maybe even potentially eventually see a uh, Xbox port. I mean, that's the same thing that happened with um, didn't Final Fantasy 15. Was that exclusive at first? No. Yeah. No. No. no it was. It launched the end date with uh, Xbox. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it, it's it, the it. it's the PC version that they made a big deal about coming out then. Because yeah, the Windows version or whatever. Yeah. That was it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But um, we're going to take a quick break, guys, um, and then jump into our news and jump into our topic. So we'll be right back. We are back, guys. Uh, <laughs> back. Episode 60. Should I play that? I uh, had a nice, healthy discussion of uh, how Barrett may or may not piss some people off. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're in here, though. We're in here for the second half. Uh, James, Rod, you guys still here? Still doing good? What, what up? Alright, cool. Hello. Yep, there you go. Alright, so uh, let's go ahead and jump into the news for this week. Really slow news week, but that's come to expected uh, you know, with you know the times that we're living in. A lot of things being pushed back. A lot of things sort of on pause. Um, but some games, uh, they, you know, they're still coming out. So um, one game that has been like on the top of Twitch's charts for the past week uh, is Riot's, you know, their take on a first-person shooter, Valorant, um, think, uh, was it CSGO? Think Counter-Strike meets Overwatch. Overwatch. Um, but more, it leans more towards the Counter-Strike. Um, you know, you could use your ability, your abilities are more so, like, a way to set up certain situations, and you're not going to be using your abilities to like have battles with people. You're, you're more so just setting the battlefield to better yourself. That's a, you right. know, a way of you know, describing it. Um, as opposed to overwatch where you're basically, you know, going ability to ability with some characters. So right. and a, lot, a lot of people are kind of comparing the two and they're not all that similar, really. Yeah. Like they're completely different design philosophies. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I've, you know, played around with it. I eventually got my beta key, um, you know, a couple days ago, been able to play a couple matches and I'm 
it's it's cool i can see where this game can make you know people rage once you start doing competitive once you start you know uh you know ranking up playing with really good people uh this is definitely a team game you can't you can't really go in not you know communicating with your team i mean it's cool to like sort of sit back and not really say too much but you know if someone's making call outs and you're not there to listen to it you know that's that's you know you know the difference between winning uh you know or like losing or it being like a really close game because i've i've seen that happen in matches where I, it just it looks like the other team they're not really communicating with each other and we're able to sort of take advantage of that so um but that's not the reason why we're talking about valorant uh apparently uh if you install the game on your computer because as of right now it's only on pc uh people have found out that there is a anti-cheat system that's always on so most games the anti-cheat systems will launch alongside with the game uh this though is different um instead of only launching when you use the game is actually on the whole time like when you're installing the game it tells you uh that, you know you can't launch the game until you restart your computer so um <laughs> with that you know they they're stopping people who sort of launch their cheat clients before launching the game to sort of you know use that workaround uh and and for the most part they've been telling the fans to sort of you know just trust us you know we're we're not you know uh, looking into you know your computer we're just you know launching our anti-cheat system early to stop people from actually cheating in the game um and for a lot of people it just doesn't sound good um actually i hope for most people that doesn't really sound good it's sort of like when i found out about this i sort of like questioned keeping it uh on my computer because you know you sort of run into the risk of if there's a security flaw in that system now like you know whoever has access to all the information has access to all our data on our computer um, sounds like you're compromised <laughs> yeah so uh for the most part you know riot they're sticking firm with how it works but of course they said you know if the community pushes back against it then they'll uh look at you know other ways of using the system so what how, how do you guys feel about it yeah, I'm gonna be honest. That'd be a deal breaker for me. I haven't played Valorant. I've, I'm not really big into those type of games anyway. But if it was just like, oh yeah, I gotta be on your computer with something secondary outside of the game, like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't trust it either. Because like, yeah. yeah, you can tell me to trust you, but at the end of the day, you multi what million, if not billion dollar company at this mm -hmm. point. Like you've got, they've got their own ideas, agendas, and that kind of stuff, and I'm just not gonna. Not gonna play with that one. No thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't blame you at all. You're, I think you're pretty spot on on that. Like, I I don't know any universe where installing something else that is outside of that game client uh, into your computer is a good idea or considered one. So, like, I mean, if there's openly publicly saying, "Hey, we're gonna push back on this," or "We're gonna we'll roll it back if we get pushed back," uh, yeah, that probably will happen pretty quickly whenever this actually gets released. Yeah, so I mean, for the time being, I think there's, I mean, there 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 are a ton of people playing, but I think these are people that could really care less. Like they're more so uh, focused on just playing the game. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I I don't. I I do a lot on my computer. I don't want like my you know my banking information, uh, any of like you know 
like to suffer this podcast. I, I don't need any of that being out in the wind. So, yeah, I mean, that's for me, that's up in the air on how long I keep this game installed and whether or not I'm like, I'm really playing it. I think that's another thing, too. If I feel like I'm not really going to be playing it, I'll, I'm, you know, you could just uninstall it. Is it an always online system, kind of like Overwatch is? Wait, is Overwatch the same way on PC? Uh, well, well, it kind of like I mean, it has its own. I mean, you can't play that thing if you're not connected to the servers at all. Like, if See, you're not, even if you're playing in the training range or like the practice range or training at all, it, connected to Overwatch, period, you need to be online for that thing. Just like Destiny, like you can't play Destiny mm-hmm. without connecting to Bungie's servers. And I think that that might be the way to um to do it. But then I think they were saying that the way that people uh get around that is by launching their cheat software first and then jumping into the game. Yeah. Huh. It's I don't weird. know how that would work. I think at the yeah. end of the day, guys, just just quit cheating. It's that's not cool. You're causing all of this, you know, all of this stuff to happen. You ruin it, you're ruining it for everyone. Get good. <laughs> or stop playing the game. Something like, you know, some things are just meant for people. everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, if it weren't for cheaters, right, would only have to deal with terrible workplace culture. Roddy's just on fire tonight. He is. God damn. He's guns blazing, <laughs> except for Barrett's gun. That one, we're not using that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know that's that's gonna be a story that once we you know of course hear more about it, we'll talk about it on the show. Um, and next up, we're gonna talk about the ESR ESRB. And their stance on loot boxes. You know, they're finally updating it where when you're buying a game that has in-game purchases, it will say in-game purchases and then also uh, in parentheses say include random items. So I'm pretty sure that this is a step in the right direction for everyone. Um, I know that, you know, companies like Activision, EA, you know, they're, they, they bank on these in-game purchases so uh, and and honestly as someone that worked gaming retail i can tell you this now parents do they do not read the esrb ratings like they don't care or and 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 i wouldn't even say half of them don't care but then the other half they're just ignorant to the whole situation so this is to me this is a step in the right direction but i feel like there has to there has to be something else that uh you know could be done to sort of tell parents hey this is what's in the game so we don't want to you know be sued or get uh complaints that you know your kid is playing this game and they're buying all these loot boxes with your credit card i think there there has to be some sort of like you know way we could sort of Hmm. talk about this or some way to implement this um i don't know guys what do you guys think I mean, like, th- this is the step you take before the government has to step in and start regulating your shit. And that's they, they did. Yeah, right, right, right. So, I mean, like, this is the step that we, that you and I discussed, like, months back when, you know, the, um, what was that game? Shit. There was a game that came out, like, a, a while back that was really egregious, got super called out. I want to say it was maybe, like, last year or something. 
Um, shit, maybe, maybe, but it was something like in the within the last year that came out and was super hot, like in terms of uh media attention about its loot boxes, and uh, and everyone was like, okay, like it started getting looked at, like in the UK, like their government was actually like, eh, okay, we're we're gonna put a stop to this. Um, Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't Battlefront, was it? Is that what you're thinking of? That, that was like two years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that was two years ago. I know there was a big stink about that, but it was it seemed mostly contained to like the 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 gaming sphere. But this so particular this particular in, uh, instance seemed to be like it got like national attention. Um, but regardless, like yes, this we we talked about how like this may be coming, and I mean it's a it's a step. And like you said, dude, like the, people are not going to like parents specifically are not probably not going to pick this up and and read the back of the box like just just generally. Um, but I mean, what what else can the ESRB like? What can what else can you do? Like you you can't really do much else. Like I mean, at, the, at least at this point, like they can point to the the their the rating system just like the mpaa does and they go hey look we told you up front this is what it is like this is r rated you cannot you know, like take your little kids or, or if you do take your kids this is what you have language sex drugs whatever like that i mean this is the next logical thing to do hmm. i agree i mean because at, at this point it comes down to the parents i mean to me like just be parents, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like watch your kids. Make sure they're not taking your credit card information. Understand what you're buying for your children. Like, what's the? I get it. I'm I'm for it. Good. Good on the SRB. Yeah. So, you know, Rod, you said this earlier, and I totally agree. This is definitely them taking that extra step before the government is fully involved. Uh, you know, you have other countries that are outright banning loot boxes or they're in court with these game companies about loot boxes. So uh, I guess this is damage control, pretty much. This is them trying to uh, say that they they took a conscious effort to warn people. Yeah, so Basically. Yeah. So until they come up with a better way, I think that's all that we really have uh, on this story, and that's all they can really do <laughs> with this story. Uh, like I said earlier, this is, you know, it's a, it's a slow, this is a slow news week. So... We can go ahead and jump into the topic uh, for this episode, and this one is interesting because you know we 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 were talking about Final Fantasy VII uh, earlier at the beginning of the show, and I, I sort of want to see how you guys feel about this topic with that particular game. But the topic this week is how much do you need to play a game before you can properly assess it? So for me, that's like uh, all right. So I've pumped in. Uh, so it, I think it's a game by game basis. Like I think with the amount of time that I put in for Final Fantasy VII, you know, I'm I'm thinking past thirty hours now. At this point, I like the game. I can say that I like the game. If I didn't like the game, I would have stopped playing it after like hour, you know, two or three. So, but then at the same time, do you? If it's a game that you don't like, and people are like, hey. Uh, you know, this game is good. Let's talk about, you know, Days Gone, for example. Uh, this game is good. <laughs> you, but you, you just but have you to have rub to, it in. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you have to wait until like hour, you know, 40, 50 to really get it. Like at, it, like, at that point, should, should it have to take me till to hour 40 
to say that I really don't like the game now that I'm at this part that you say that it's supposed to get better. But for me, it doesn't. I don't know. It's up in the air. James, how you feeling? I mean, I'm kind of with you on a game by game basis. Personally, if I have to wait 40 hours to like your game, I'm not going to like your game. I I can't put in that amount of effort on something that I'm just like, eh, about. I need to be invested from the beginning. And I think I think it's a factor of a lot of those things. It's how, how quickly am I pulled into the game versus how long does that feeling last? Because you can hit me up front with some like really amazing set piece and great character work, and then that character dies 10 minutes in, and I'm stuck with this bland, boring character and terrible gameplay for the rest of the game. But, um... I mean, in the case of Final Fantasy VII, it took me about, I might say two or three hours just to really get to terms with the systems, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think that's the main thing for me. If the gameplay doesn't jive with me at first, I'm not going to get the rest of the stuff a shot. Or whatever your big hook is. Because some games have just incredible music, and that'll pull me through. Some games have incredible story, and that'll pull me through. But in the case of something like a Final Fantasy, or like a Devil May Cry, or like a a monster hunter or something like that that has to be gameplay first if i'm not enjoying the loop then it doesn't matter how many hours i give it to like get better so yeah that's, yeah. that's how it, I, I sort of i sort of look at it like how i i how i uh, consume like tv shows and my anime like with anime if, if i if i don't like the anime by episode five then i'm i'm just dropping it and five is like me really trying to give it a chance because people have been talking about it um, but yeah, if it's like some random anime that I'm sort of just like jumping into and by episode three, four, five, if I'm like, yo, this is whack. Or if I fall asleep, I'm not finishing the series. That was me this week with the Mandalorian. Really? I don't know if it was cause I was coming off of Tiger King, which is just like so ridiculous and like yeah. ripping, but it was just something about it, man. Like he, he, he bored me. Oh, James, like, dude. You, I've I've you, heard to give it to like episode four. You you might get hate for this, but I will say that I'm kind of with you. Like I don't hate Mandalorian. Like I don't. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I don't dislike it. Like I think it's a it's a decent show, but I think it has been vastly vastly overrated. Like it is fine, guys. It is a fine show, but that's like all it is, and that's okay. Like some people think it. Now I think compared to like the latest entries in the Star Wars universe outside of last jedi yeah it's probably the best thing since sliced bread but like okay. but like I, I think on its own in a vacuum like i mean it's okay like you know don't I think, don't feel bad <laughs> i i don't because i think what i've realized about like myself and star wars in general is i don't like star wars i like jedi <laughs> i like sith yeah like no, I'm laughing because like I'm totally with I'm like you in this in, in this scenario. Like I okay. like I'm not a star, like Star Wars is cool. Like we we talked to um Lloyd yes. from Game, Gamers Haven and and um you know he is like he loves Star Wars. He loves it. And like we kind of had a somewhat of a, a discussion about that too. It was like like I'm not like super like Star Wars dude. I think it's cool. Like Empire Strikes Back is a classic. Last Jedi, I think, is a future classic. But other than that, like all the rest of the Star Wars movies are kind of not great. So, like, I am totally fine with Mandalorian being just okay. Right. I'm just curious. Was it just like the Baby Yoda hype? It was definitely that just carried the Baby it through Yoda at that hype. time. Like, it was. It, it was. The, I think it was the memes. The memes, Baby Yoda, and just the overall hype of Disney Plus. 
like all three of those things hit all at the same time it was just like the perfect storm it was a perfect storm that's all that was Um, i I will say the last the last like two episodes are are pretty i will say they are pretty good so i would say you might as well if for eight episodes i think what they're like 30 to 40 minutes or something i would say finish it just just to say you did and then watch watch that only 30 minutes i can do that i could probably do that one yeah yeah and then watch that jeff goldblum show it's pretty good oh yeah I about that. I know what you're talking about. it's it, it's pretty good but so james you brought up a good point of maybe it's like a timing thing of uh like when you play a particular game i know for me um let's see what oh so uh dead space i originally played dead space and i was like wow like this game got so much hype it's trash dropped it like immediately I, yeah, I just I wasn't feeling it, and then maybe like a couple months later, I still had the game, so I was like, you know what? Let me just give this another try. Jumped into it again and loved it like immediately. Like, I think it's it's. I don't know. I don't know if it was something that I might have gotten off a game that scratched a certain itch, but I think that's a I think that's the case in certain cases. Um, what's that threshold for you to let you know like oh i do like this like what's that that tick for me when it comes to for games it has like the gameplay loop has to like suck me in if it's not the gameplay loop it has to be i think for me secondary would have to be like the writing of the game like if i fall in love with the characters i could i could possibly put up with bullshit gameplay but if it doesn't have those first two like fuck everything else i'm not playing it but yeah, when it when it when it came to Dead Space, I think I I you know just jumped into it differently and sort of took my time with that game because I think I was sort of trying to play it like an action game, which you really shouldn't. You should really take your time and just horror games in general. Um, and evil in space. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's another reason why I've never finished uh, Near Automata was that I yeah like as much as I love platinum games, as much as I love like that genre, I've always tried to play near automata at like the wrong time oh chris yeah (laughs) (laughs) the disgust the disgust i felt it oh man you're 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 a great friend but you are making a horrible mistake you gotta fix that before the quarantine's over chris yeah dude come on you have nothing but time now dude we have we all have nothing but time i'm i'm just saying next stream maybe your next stream game? He's gonna get out of it in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. I, I have to figure out. Well, I think I have it on PS4. I haven't been on, on PS4. I'll, I'll redownload it. Give us, give it a, give it a shot. Granted, I was supposed to give Resident Evil Two a shot, but we'll see. Oh damn! Halloween, right. bro. I'm not in the chat. Just she just burned me. She just said, uh, bad Sonic games have has poisoned Chris's mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's right. <laughs> when Sonic Forces? Sonic Forces, Sonic Adventure 2. I, I, I bought Sonic Adventure the other day. I'm going to play that. Damn. Dude. Dude. Never mind. All right. Look. Um, so... Streams canceled. He's not playing. I've accepted this. I, you know what? You know what, Chris? You have earned like three Sonic games because you did play through Yakuza 0. So 
that's fine. That's fine, dude. Um, maybe I'll let this go. And James, you did you did do judgment too. Like, uh, yeah, I'm surprised. Hold on. For the record, by the way, we're gonna get back to the topic, but just real sidebar, real fast. James started judgment. I did start judgment. And you liked judgment. Mm-hmm. That just made my day. Like when I read that message, like it just made my life. I was like, "Oh my god, I got to someone." T- well, I think about it like this: is like that game and Days Gone are like the two pillars that you would like dot that you like built this show off of. As far as like your little segments, god damn it! It's <laughs> not, not a bad thing. If anything, it's part of like what I looked forward to is like hearing like what like what hijinks you were getting into this time. And I did enjoy Yakuza, so of course Judgment had to come up. And I'm getting Days Gone eventually. I'm pretty sure it's like twenty bucks on sale. I I will spend twenty bucks on Days Gone because oh, I've heard there've been patches. I've heard there've been improvements. It it James it like. It it gets good at like hour twenty five. <laughs> going going back to the the segment to the topic at hand, you know, does I mean, it take twenty five? Does it take twenty five hours? Twenty four hours. No, to, so, like, so <laughs> go ahead. Okay, so that's the thing about, and that's kind of what I wanted to contribute to this is that like the two games I thought about with this topic is like. Days Gone and Anthem, except Anthem never got good. Like, it never got good at any point. Like, it just stayed bad. Uh, Days Gone, it was now, like... Hold on now. Uh-huh. When they got, when they gave you flight, yeah, Anthem was good. The first Anytime you were on the ground in Anthem, the yes, it was trash. They're like, oh, cool, you can fly around. Oh, wait, they I ran, did a, I ran, I ran out of better. jet engine. I have to jump, I have to run on the ground now so I could charge my jet fuels again. That's why you picked the ninja, Chris. Don't ever come down. Okay. We don't! Days Days Gone is was a, a supremely frustrating experience for me because like mm-hmm. it was it looked so good. Like graphically, it looked amazing. And like the the this Sons of Anarchy meets Walking Dead idea was like sort of cool in a trashy way. And I was like, I'm kind of into this. But then like you know you keep playing it and it's it it's the first i think i said first 3 or 4 hours of that game repeated for 50 hours um except midway through that some of the characters get less insufferable and like there actually kind of becomes somewhat like decent writing and i'm not like su- i'm try- not trying to shit on this game like super hard cuz i think there are some aspects of it that are like kind of decent and i think for 20 bucks you could do way worse so like oh yeah it's in my cart right now there you <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for that, I, I think for that price, it's it's fine. And if you know going in what to expect, a pretty aggressively mediocre experience for like twenty hours, and then like a pretty all right one, like after that, I think you it's it's okay. Like the horde mechanic is pretty good. Now, again, Chris, you asked me, does it take twenty five hours like to to get to that? Is it worth it? When I when I rolled credits on that game, I I think for the first minute and a half, I was I, I was asking myself that question like, was it worth it, Rod? Like, did you was it all worth it in the end? And I don't I don't know if I came away with an answer. Oh, oh. my god! <laughs> uh, I just stared at the void. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it in my cart for now. I'm not gonna press OK just yet. 
see for for me i think it's because uh you know especially as like an adult now like with with work with like other things i have to do socializing and just like the the time that i give to like playing video games i don't want to waste that on something that might get good like right. if i'm not i I'm, i mean we live in an age where like if you're you know like there's so many things out there fighting for your attention span that you gotta you gotta come with it and if you don't then i'm moving on to the next thing so i mean i mean for me with the topic you know how much time do you need i i'm on a boat of if you're not if you're not hooking in your consumer within the first you know i'll give you a couple of hours if you're not if, if if you're not sucked in at that point then you you you've lost them you've lost me and I, I I'll I'll drop it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if that's a really great point, is the age thing is like you know, yeah. As we get older, we gain more responsibilities. You know, um, you have other you know career goals, families, friends, things like that. You know, um, you you have less time for other things. And when you're younger, you had more time for trivial things like like gaming. And now we splitting that time is is a difficult ask so like if i know i i, I don't know a game like persona 5 is very difficult like Roy, royal looks cool but that's a really tall order like to play through another 120 hours of that like i know it's going to take me a month and a half or two months See, to get but a game like persona 5 it I, it hit at, on on all cylinders like gameplay was fun yeah. the story was cool and the music was fire so right, yeah, if it wasn't if it wasn't for that, oh, well, I can't say anything. I never finished the game. But I mean, what? <laughs> well, I, I'm saying like I'm, I mean, I'm not even talking about my first playthrough. I'm talking about like like if the the prospect of playing Royal, like when I've already completed the Vanilla Five, like Royal's a it's a hard ask. That's a hundred plus hours I'm asking to replay a game I've already played when the updates to it are I would say marginal like you get some companion you, like, you get like two new um what do they call them not yeah thank you i, I want i don't know why i want to say compadres uh confidants <laughs> i like that though <laughs> um two, <laughs> two confidants a new dungeon like some quality of life stuff which is cool but like not a, a, a too much different of an experience like i i don't know for some people they do want to do that and that's fine seriously like that's really cool but for someone like me my own personal experience like i don't know if if I could do that, I'd rather spend that hundred hours and turn that into like two, maybe three games. Um, so like that's, but that's just my perspective, you know? So like, honestly, it's, it's game dependent. I think you, you guys talked about that already, but it, it depends on what kind of game it is. Like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, like the, the 2019 one is something I, I, you know, enjoy popping at Rocket League. You know, I, that game out years and years ago. And I knew immediately like that game was going to be special. Um, but it's something you can kind of pop in for like 10, 15 minutes and then, you know, go do something else. And that's cool. But something like Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, you know, these RPGs, Witcher, whatever. Something like, you don't know, expect is going to take ex- a bit longer. Exactly, exactly. And Witcher for me was hard to kind of get through because I love the writing. I love the characters. The story is legitimately great, especially for a video game. Um, but the gameplay, I did not love playing The Witcher. I love watching The Witcher. Just didn't love playing it and it it made it really hard for me um to, to get through and that was like after several hours a lot of hours um so yeah man it's 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 game dependent man 
Yeah. So, you know, we uh, we want to extend the <laughs> question, of course, all to you guys. Uh, you know, we've sort of talked about it in the chat, but you know, you guys listening at home or on the road, but hopefully at home. Um, you know, uh, follow us on social media. Should I play that? Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Should I Play That? And you know, comment, message us. You know what? You know what's your your take on like how long you should play a game? Um, I want to hear from you guys. So we're gonna wrap it up for this week, guys. Um, you know, the, this week, you know, I I got the inspirational quote of the week, and I just want to say that you are your greatest motivator, your greatest influence, your greatest lover. Don't rely on anyone else to feed your soul the way that you should be feeding it. Guys, like if you're in a rut, if you know, you, you know, I know a lot of people, they want to use this downtime that we have to work on stuff that they want to, but some people just have like that mental block of like, you know, dang, I can't do it. Am I good enough? Guys, like you don't look for the validation of other people to do something. Just go out and do it. Because only you could really push yourself to be great. You're you're your 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 biggest you know motivator and biggest detractor. So, uh, James Rod, rolling out the red carpet. What you guys got today? Thank everybody for tuning in once again. Um, another week. Thankful to you guys for having me on. I love this show. <laughs> I love this show. So much fun. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's all, pretty much. Ready? Yeah, thank you, everyone, as usual. Uh, if you are interested in supporting the show, you can always do so. Going to Apple Podcasts, giving us a rating and comment. That always super helps give us some visibility on social medias. Uh, and thank you again. Yeah. So that, with that, we are signing out for another week. Guys, uh, stay safe out there, you know, work on work on like we we will not have this time to work on like you know these side projects or these passion projects we're we're, we're literally given we're given time now to work on this stuff so you know find it in yourself to you know come out of this quarantine with some sort of new skill some sort of new talent that you probably thought you never had but bam there it is now you got it um we're signing out for this week uh no no jackbox this week um but we'll have it you know just jump into the discord uh follow our page you'll be able to find our discord jump into it we'll have some game nights i want to do some movie nights maybe some anime nights who knows uh let's talk in the discord guys so with that signing up for another week episode 60 your boy ssj black route signing out guys stay beastly